Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. Together we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Today we have an email from Anonymous. Hey, I listened even more closely today, re Jordan, than I did yesterday when y'all were talking about my situation. Okay, so this is a follow-up email. Between you and me, I have some misdemeanors from 2010 through 2018, which are to be sealed in April of 2022. Okay, so just three months from now, they'll be sealed. That's awesome. So I did a lot of research on this last year when preparing to take the LSAT. Feel free to forward this to Jordan directly. Just scrub my name. Okay, what did you learn? Massachusetts, where I currently live. So this was, Jordan was someone who had a character and fitness issue, right? Okay. I don't remember the details, but I, I'm, neither do I'm, I. Gather, <laughs> I'm gathering that Jordan had character and fitness issues and was wondering whether his chances of going to law school were shot, right? Yep. Like, could he get into law school? And then even if he got in, could he then practice? Yep. And this correspondent had the same issue. So Massachusetts, where this correspondent currently lives, has a much lower threshold for anyone with a record than states in the South. Jordan mentioned Vanderbilt. I spoke with the executive director of the Massachusetts Board of Bar Examiners, and she was extremely encouraging. It's all in the way the questions are asked on the applications, which, as you mentioned, are meant to mirror the way the bar examiners in that state ask their questions. As Ben said, answer yes slash no truthfully, and then in the required addendum, answer word for word exactly what is asked. I've applied in Louisiana, Texas, Florida, New Hampshire, and had to disclose a lot and write a shit ton of addenda, whereas in all my Massachusetts applications, I could honestly answer no. Because of the way the questions were worded. And she's saying that Massachusetts is just like sort of more flexible, more liberal. More in forgiving. Their treatment. Yeah, more yes. forgiving. And they, so they phrase their questions in such a way that you can answer no to them. Um, yeah. When in Louisiana, they're asking you questions Maybe in ways that open. force you to say yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. open-ended questions. Okay. Um, this person continues, I've attached here some of my research to illustrate. I have about 50 of these PDFs of different schools, character and fitness questions organized by state. It might be helpful to post somewhere on the demon site because more people than you think have some kind of character and fitness issue or have had character and fitness issues at some point in their lifetimes, even among your students. Yeah, that's probably true. Best to consider this before wasting the $45 of CSA fee on a school that wants to know if you ever got written up by a hall monitor in middle school. <laughs> I don't know that they want to know about that, but, and then wants to charge you full freight on top of that. Vanderbilt has a particularly open-ended question to which many people would have a hard time answering no, but other schools are more specific in what needs to be disclosed. Based on this, I would suggest Jordan wait to apply until five years has passed since his most his or her most recent hit there. Sorry, I just got thrown off by the there. Since his most recent conviction, if not expunged in the interim. And then focus on BU, BC, Northeastern, Suffolk, etc. Alabama is also less intrusive re-criminal record than most other southern states. 
if he gets his LSAT score high enough, Harvard might not might even be an option. To be honest, okay. Uh, didn't realize that. I didn't research Michigan, but Dean Z on her YouTube channel also proudly states that she does not care about criminal records, so Jordan should put that school on his list. Reactions? <laughs> um, I forwarded this along to the team. I'm not sure. Well, I guess I wanted to talk to you about it as well. This does seem like a good idea if schools uh, have various character and fitness questions. Um, you know, if we could organize those by state and create a resource on LSAT Demon for people to uh, find it all in one place. The scholarship estimator is already, already a really good aggregator of um, the 509 reports. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you need to look at one of the school's 509 reports, go to lsatdemon.com slash scholarships. And we've got links to all of the 509s right there. So this, I thought, might be a useful lesson or something somewhere where it was like character and fitness issue, question mark. You know, here's where you need to go. And for many people, yeah. they just ignore it. But if you have a DUI or some other arrest for whatever reason and you want to know how that's going to affect your chances at various schools, it could be very useful to have uh, links to all this character and fitness, state-by-state -state information on character and fitness. So I thought that was a... Um, that's a welcome suggestion from our correspondent and uh, I don't know, wanted to put it on your radar and put it on the wish list, I guess, for things that cool. we might be able to do. Yep. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. <laughs>